Hey everyone, welcome to Mommy and Me. Not PG. Today you're back with Victoria and I'll pass it over to my mom. Yes, so I am here today with Victoria and we have a special guest. So for the first time, we have our three generations together, which is my mom, so Victoria's grandma. We never thought she'd join us for a podcast. We are super excited because... We are all of different ages, of different times and different eras, and it's kind of nice to kind of touch on that and the differences in our lives and where we are today. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> so I guess what we're basically going to do is we've just thought about some topics, and we're going to show how between the three different de- generations, how it's different for us. So I guess the first thing to talk about, we're going to really jump into like the digital world, technology, how all of that's changed, especially with podcasts. We're sitting here talking on a podcast. You probably wouldn't have been doing this however many years ago. Definitely. We would never be able to do this if we even tried because there was the only communication we had was the telephone. Yeah. And the telephone was in a cell phone mm-hmm. when we had an emergency we would have to if we didn't have the phone in the house yeah which is usually against a wall a big phone (laughs) you have to go outside and pay a quarter sometimes cheaper but you will have to put a a coin right into a telephone booth wow that was a pretty big yeah um i remember going no anyway it you had to pay for this yes and what about you mom how did you communicate? Uh, it was still the phone on the wall, definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I used it quite a bit, but they weren't even um, cordless phones. So you yes. had a wire. You need to hopefully get the long type of wire so that you can <laughs> pull the whole phone into your bedroom and talk. Um, and, yep, there were pay phones when I was a kid. And uh, it took a while before cordless phones came. But Didn't you have pagers? We had beepers. Oh, beepers. I thought they were pagers. Is that what, uh, in a yeah, hospital? Yeah, they're pagers and beepers. Same thing. Right. That was like the transition. So we had beepers. So if you wanted to reach a friend, you would beep them mm-hmm. um, and like beep them your phone number or something. And then you'd go to the phone and call them. Also, we didn't have 911. How did wow. you? What did you do? You have to go to the police station. Oh, well, looks like you'll be dead by then. Um, that's great. Well, we have, well, obviously everyone knows who's listening to this, but we clearly have iPhones. We still have Android, which is another popular phone. There are still flip phones. Most phones are touchscreen. Most phones communicate with other laptops, all of that. Yeah, but like they didn't listen to podcasts, but you listen to radio shows, right? Yeah. Didn't you hear like informational radio shows back then with antennas right <laughs> yes we had radio show we had radio shows but nothing like maybe some religious um shows mm-hmm. and music but nothing that they really gave us information about anything I, not that i remember and everything our radio station was mostly spanish because we didn't listen at when we were younger yeah. only to spanish not to english Interesting. Mom, what'd you have? Uh, geez. In your 20s. Obviously now we all have, but. Back 
like say <laughs> well not even my 20s 10, so 10 by the 20s. time we were listening to music if we were in a car which was rare because we didn't have a car um <laughs> i know yeah we did i mean i remember my my biological father had a car and we when we were in his car it was an eight track what's that yeah Oh, it's a big square. It's almost like a cassette, but it was big oh. and square. Oh, yeah, I know. So it's not a... Ca- Wait, like the cassette, like a video cassette big one? It looked about the size of a video cassette, but that's okay. how you listen to music. Um, and radio stations, yes. of course. Um, and then by the time I was a young, maybe five or six, mm-hmm. it was record player. So you had 45s. Actually, I had a book. So the book was... Uh, something for francis and i remember it was a book and a record and you used to listen to the book and read along i mean listen right listen to the book on record and read along mm-hmm. and then by the time i was a little older we had um cassettes and you would record so th- so that you had the music like a song that you loved on the radio you would record the music right from the radio station onto a cassette so like, you can't go on to iTunes like you do now and just get the song. Yeah. Now you had to actually <laughs> sit there and press record and then you'd have the background, you'd have the commercial, you'd have the whole thing. That's unfortunate. I I remember Walkman, Walkman, whatever you used to call it. So I remember that. And then I remember the first iPod ever coming out, which was like the size of our phones now, which is interesting because now like the iPods could be tiny. So we had a goat, um, when we went to the beach, we, they would have a little record player mm-hmm. and you could actually have batteries and you take it to the beach and you could listen to music, but mm-hmm. little records. So that was our, yeah, that's our music. And we had albums and records. Interesting. Very interesting. And then what about TV? What'd you have? And they were big Well, first of all, we didn't have television because we didn't have that much money. So my first television that I had was when I got married. Okay. Um, We had we had um, black and white television, and Mm -hmm. we used to watch American Bandstand and things like that. Um, But we had to actually make sure that the house was clean before we actually watched television. (laughs) So um, yeah, we we. had my first television um, that was in color was when I got married. Wow. I think I'm going to set that rule because Victoria likes to get up these days now that no. we have a nice TV and say she has to clean before she watches television because her first thing in the morning is pop on CNN and sit in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. And drink coffee uh-huh, and drink yeah. water. That's always nice. But yeah. what was your TV? I was Yours was thick. Yeah, the TVs were thick and big, but I don't remember. Hmm. I mean, I yeah, it's kind of like a blur to me. I the only big well, I remember I did have a thick TV. <laughs> I call it thick. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> I remember I had one of those, and then I like for a while TVs had a thick border, which we've now noticed that like the border is super thin. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like what I've noticed, and obviously they're higher quality. But nothing besides those thick TVs, there's not a big difference. Plus, we didn't have a remote. We had to actually get up and turn a knob. And I think I had only three stations. And um, we also, when <coughs> we didn't have an antenna, we would take a hanger mm-hmm. and open <laughs> it up and put it in the back of the television. That's funny. Um, 
but yeah, there would be a whole bunch of us sitting down, and it's like, oh no, turn the television to mm-hmm. another channel. They had to literally get up and turn it wow. up and make it higher or lower. Wow. It's very interesting. So obviously the lifestyles are definitely different. Yes. Yeah. So cleaning, you had to get up and clean and before yeah. you were out allowed to do anything. I remember, but right, whatever grandma's rules were, were basically what, Saturday morning cleanings, right? And then that definitely came down to my generation and she made me get up and clean with her every Saturday morning but we had fun because it was just me and her alone and we put music on and start cleaning the house very young yeah yeah we didn't have um if the walls were dirty yeah we didn't paint we actually had a rag and cleaned the walls so we had to do all the cleaning like that and my father used to come around and try to see if there was dust and <laughs> with his finger and my mother used to get very angry and it's like really they're there cleaning and you're gonna get upset because there's some dust somewhere but yeah we had to do that every day every saturday one person would take the bathroom the other one would do the floor mm-hmm. the other one would do the kitchen it was yes. craziness like that and i clean yeah. Not like that, though. Oh, my goodness. The white glove test. <laughs> I think I'm going to try that next, too. <laughs> you have three weeks to get all this in. I'm gone. <laughs> Should I abuse her before she leaves? No. No. Well, maybe by the time they listen to this, it'll be after I leave. So then you, you have zero weeks by then. Okay. Yeah. That's Leaving. Look at you. You're just moving out at 21 years old. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Did what, Mom, were you able to just move out whenever you wanted? Absolutely not. <laughs> you, if you wanted to move out, you had to be married. So you would get married. And you, if you had a boyfriend, if you dated more than a year, you were getting married. You couldn't date someone for a long period of time. And mm-hmm. the protection was, they told me, was because temptation. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't have sex before marriage, or you, you shouldn't. Yeah, well, some did, right? I'm sure in your generation oh, yeah. they were rule breakers. Well, well, which part of that are we talking about? Moving? Yeah. Well, for me, move. Well, you first, because you couldn't, or you could move out. Wait, what did you do? <laughs> so let's see. I stayed at home. And when I met your dad, I was ready to, I, I wanted How to move How old were out. you? We were 20. So we were ready to move in together. Um, we wanted to. We were like, we want to be together all the time and start our lives. And and I went to my mom and I said, oh, we want to move in together. And she said, absolutely not. Not unless you're married. So I told David and David was like, all right, well, then we're getting married. So mm-hmm. that was my big proposal. And the reason that we did that was because if you're not married, mm-hmm. you easily could break up. Say, well, I don't like this about you. But when you make yeah. a commitment, you're married, you try to your best to work it out. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you, any little thing, oh, you would break up. So that's the reason that I thought. It's, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Unfortunately, People don't follow that that much these days. You think, unfortunately, of moving in together? No, oh. of like, 
if you're gonna get things. married work through it yeah oh yeah that's even the ones gone. that do get married like there's people that just decide to do it the old-fashioned way get married and live together i mean get married and and then they still end up getting divorces unfortunately yeah. that's yeah. just because things are so much easier now like it's easy to w- run away yeah from things it's true it's easier to run away but why would you run away I mean, if you have made a commitment to get married, yeah. then you should really try your best. And that's why most people should ask questions ahead of time. Yeah, I think that. But, like, previously we've talked about what you don't know. We were saying how it's just, like, the norm nowadays. It's, like, not the norm to get divorced and find someone else, but it's becoming so common, and people in my generation are often not seeing their parents stay together. So it's almost like if they don't see that, then how can they strive to do that? It blows my mind, like seeing in our generation, your generation, I should yes. say. The, I've seen a lot of parents that have been together for like the full 20 something years and mm-hmm. then get divorced. It's yeah. like, wow, you've come that far. And it seems almost as if they're waiting till the kids are grown uh-huh. and out and then they I decide. Rem- I've heard someone like parents from my generation have that exact excuse. Yep. Or not excuse, but like we waited for our children to be done. I know two people like that. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I rather. I mean, and then I think that the kids realistically see an unhealthy relationship and not really see a stable healthy marriage so Mm -hmm. okay so you stayed together that whole time for the kids but did did you do them any good because did you actually show them that this is a good relationship this is what you need to find for yourself Mm -hmm. in the future no so that's interesting i'd rather see a parent if you're not going to work it out or it's not you're not able to work it out just end it move on and Yeah. yeah i don't know i was thinking I always do my best thinking at night in my dreams because they're so realistic. And I was think I was like, I don't think I'm going to get married. I just can't picture it. I mean, obviously, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I cannot picture me actually liking someone that likes me. You will find someone that likes you because you just be yourself and you both care well, for each yeah, other. Yeah, people like me all the time, Grandma. Oh, okay. But I can never find someone that likes me and me actually like them back. You will. Maybe. You take your time. And yeah, person, when I'm 50. <laughs> you're 21. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, like, it's very interesting to me. Is like, I just really could not picture myself, like, meeting someone and being like, wow. Like, and then here's my other thought process that I started to think about is I've learned to be in a relationship with people who don't give me everything. So now what if someone gives me everything? Who is to say that I can handle that? Because I, I don't think I can handle that. The, when I think about it, I don't think so. I don't know. What? Well, here, yeah. Right? Isn't that th- something to think about? Because I'm so used to meeting someone more than halfway. So what if they're really meeting me halfway? Am I going to almost back down? And I don't know. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe you'll find somebody with your personality and then that'll kind of balance it out no maybe i know people with my personality i think we would have killed each other (laughs) well here's a question for you then yes so do you want children one day yeah 
So if by the time you, I'm thirty, I'm having my own. Like I'm getting. That kids. was my question. So regardless, getting kids. you're gonna get a kid. You're gonna go find one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so regardless of whether you get married or not, you're gonna have children. Yes. Thirty. Mm. Thirty. So by the time you're thirty, I will hopefully be a grandma. Yeah. Regardless. So nine more years. Yes. Would you adopt artificial insemination? Yes. Artificial. Insemination? Yeah. Oh. I want my kid. Okay. I mean, I would love to adopt, but I want my kid. Maybe after that, maybe I'll just do it once. But like by 30, it has to happen. Because I want it. I want to be a mom so bad. I'd be a mom today if I could. I just so need money. So you to be a great mom. Thanks. Um, to be a great wife, you have to actually give up a lot of stuff and understand. <laughs> and that's probably what you find it hard. It's like someone's going to give me so much. Your parents give you a lot. Do you yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> right. So there's going to be someone that's going to be able to understand you and mm -hmm. love you for who you are. But yes, yeah. there will be changes in you. You will have to make changes. Oh, of course. And they will have to make changes. And because that, yeah. it, it's, it's um, you have to meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, so that's important that don't settle for nothing for less oh, but of course always let them know this is what i want in life yeah. and what a lot of people what what happens with a lot of marriage is that they don't talk about things ahead of time mm -hmm. how many kids do you want do you want kids i want so many kids uh, well <laughs> i remember you telling i want 18 great grandma yes you wanted 18 <laughs> and i was like okay she just laughed because <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that was insane. Thir yeah. 18 kids. <laughs> well, that's perfect because when it came to, well, kids, in order to have kids, you have to have sex. Tech sometimes, not all the time. Um, whatever. But what do you, or, I don't know where well, we're going with that. Yeah, you know what 20, I'm trying to say. You're 21. You survived teen pregnancy, yes, obviously. So you, you, did. didn't, you didn't get there. Thank goodness. Um, but... In all of our generations, we all learn differently mm -hmm. or didn't <laughs> about um, safe sex and things like that. So basically, you growing up, how did you learn? Well, <clears throat> my mother told me to keep my eyes open and my legs closed, and that was my sex talk. Um, <laughs> she also told me that we had babies through our knees. Um, <laughs> so I was always looking f to see if she had a scar in her knee. It's um, hilarious. But <laughs> they wouldn't talk about sex. That didn't happen when in my generations. Mm -hmm. um, so we really were kind of ignorant to that. We just yeah. knew not to do it, some of us. Yeah. You know, trying not to have sex before marriage. And then some and then were you more end curious. Up, <laughs> yeah. And um, you end up getting married to the first guy that you're with for six months or a year. Yeah. You know. Even it's if crazy. it's not, yeah. People date for so long nowadays sometimes. They do. Wait, before you answer, did you have like an age that you could start dating? Well, we dated at and what about dating 16. Mean? Dating meant you held hands, you kissed. Okay. You went to a movie, to a restaurant. That was dating. Mm -hmm. um, like now everybody says, oh they're talking <laughs> and it's like okay so everybody talks does yeah. that mean you're dating <laughs> doesn't mean anything someone's being nice or something so that's mm -hmm. hard for me to 
understand this generation when they say they're talking. Yes. And maybe you could explain that. Yeah. Can we explain that first or what talking means? Yeah. I don't even know if I have a good answer. Okay, so like right now, I wouldn't. I would say I'm not talking to anyone. But because you're if talking I'm, to us, well, yes. <laughs> but if I'm talking to someone, I'm probably talking to you every day, and there's some sort of intention of probably dating. That's the best way. That's to explain talking. It. Mm-hmm. But like, there are people that I speak to once a week who maybe I'll hang out with in the future, but we're not talking. Right. But we're also. But I wouldn't also just call. I mean, yeah, you're my friend, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is why no one understands. But yes, no, I'm not talking to anyone. And if you were talking to someone, I would be talking to them every day. And we would have some sort of intent of maybe being in a relationship. But I've also talked to people for two years before. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of consider at the end of the day, you look back, that was more of a relationship than other actual relationships. So in hindsight, it was a relationship, but in the moment, we were just talking. Okay. And also, if you're talking to someone, you're probably not talking to other people. Right. Like if you're actually talking to someone. So if I have four guy friends, mm-hmm. I could only talk to one because the other three... You can verbalize with all of them. So that's but what talking I'm saying, means you're probably kissing them. Like, you're not going to go... Oh, so you're kissing and not talking. <laughs> no, if you're kissing, you are talking. Oh boy, I am so confused. I am so old. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we were we I think we did the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Did you set an age for me? I don't remember. Maybe when I was 16 I was allowed to start dating. Cuz I know I had my first boyfriend when I was yeah, even younger, but I think it was around 16 that I was allowed to start dating. Mhm. And there was no communication or education, I would say, about sex. But um, somehow I did get it. But I just found out today how I did from my mom. Here she goes. So it's because we didn't have any sex talks, and that's the way I was raised, I called my sister, Linda, and she went and I asked her to please talk to Leslie about sex because I don't know how to do this. <laughs> and she did. She was able to talk to her about it. Um, and yeah, I don't know what she told her, but whatever it was, it, it worked. <laughs> Why at that time, <clears throat> what made you feel that this was the appropriate time for someone to have the conversation with me? Like what made, what sparked that? I'm just curious. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it was because you were liking boys at that time and I didn't know how to handle that and I thought maybe you were too young and you was you were too young but still you were um you had to be talked and I I just couldn't do it because I was never taught and Victoria what about you I don't remember you don't remember no not a single clue do you remember jeez I think we always talked openly about everything from young i don't think from young you were taught you know proper genital parts and their names and we talked and said it openly so that it wasn't like awkward it was you know penis or vagina there was no like (laughs) oh the wee wee and the (laughs) pee pee and all that so it was always open communication from very young you learned about Um, I feel like I just always knew. Yeah, like, I you learned all you. types of relationships, straight relationships, homosexual relationships. Yeah. Like you were just 
everything was just open always with you guys. And I always let you be very comfortable within yourselves and your bodies. So, yeah, yeah, we just, yeah, like you I were probably more annoyed that we were so open. <laughs> yeah, probably. Sounds about right. But yeah, like I don't remember ever, probably in the good way though. Not like, oh, you never taught me. Obviously I know, but I don't know. Well, my father, when he came out of the bathroom, he always had a rope or he always covered himself. He was mm-hmm. very, very private, um, very reserved. My mother was the same way. Um, we didn't, yeah, we sat the right way. I remember sitting down one time in a chair, but I sat um, backwards, backwards, mm-hmm. and my legs were spread out on the chair. But I thought that was a normal thing. I mean, I was just sitting down, and she smacked me, and I went across this the floor and I didn't even know why um yes I found out why afterwards mm-hmm. okay well, girls don't sit that way but I didn't know why that mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to sit certain ways. there was no explaining why certain things you couldn't do which I yeah. think it's like if she would have said please stand up you're sitting the wrong way you know I, why am I sitting the wrong way there was no talking yeah it was just doing I told you not to do it, don't do it. So it's good that you had an open mm-hmm. um, conversation, but um, we didn't have that. So it's yeah. very hard for me seeing this whole thing now because you guys are really open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Right, because there was always an explanation that like you were brought uh-huh. up. And also I was probably annoying. Why? <laughs> I wasn't gonna not do something unless you told me right. a good reason, a good enough reason to my standard. Oh yeah, that my was the standard. other thing. That was definitely so. You guys were always this. I can remember clearly. You were always taught this is this and this is that, and if you do this, this can happen. Yes, I remember that. Now you have the option to make the choice. Yep. And these are the consequences that could happen if you make this choice. Mm -hmm. And you were always given free reign to do that. So you were well-informed. That's how you were taught. You were always well-informed. You were not told not to do it. You were just told what happens, what happens if anything, any of the choices you make in life. Mm -hmm. And it it was with anything, whether it be drinking, sex, dating, driving, anything. Yep. And it was always, these are your consequences. Now you go out there and you make the choice Mm -hmm. and you guys, a lot of the times made the right choice and you were always um (laughs) given all the proper tools to be safe in life yeah both of you yeah you and your brother yeah Mm -hmm. i would agree no that is interesting i remember that of you always would well if you go here this is what could happen Mm -hmm. but i never feared that which is probably a good thing yeah like i never you it didn't make me fear like oh that could happen right but you went out there knowing yeah and made the good choice yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> so my parents didn't know that there was drug out, drugs. There was um, dangerous people out there. I mean, they protected us from certain things, but mm-hmm. not from drugs. So you could have done anything. And how would you ask them about that? They, they didn't say, don't do drugs. They never would think you would do drugs. That's not in their mind. Mm-hmm. They come from a small um, island in Puerto Rico that there wasn't drugs. No one did yeah. drugs. It was, and here we are in a big building and being the middle child, um, the, you didn't get to talk because everybody else was talking and there was mm-hmm. a lot of kids. So whenever you couldn't ask a question because it was just, 
I almost felt like invisible, like you're yeah. up there just looking down and looking at everybody because everybody was just, there was certain um, family members that talk a lot. Mm-hmm. And when they talk a lot, you couldn't get a word in. So, And they, our parents did not know enough to tell us, don't do this, don't do that. They yes. just expected us not to do it. And then I think something, do you have anything before? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just think something that's interesting is like parenting. Because obviously I'm not a parent yet, but I have my thoughts and ideas and stuff. So like what is one thing each, I guess, or however many things of parenting that you would have done differently or you wouldn't have done, di- like that you would have or would not have done differently? Um, I just think it's interesting because you mentioned your parents and how they obviously weren't educated about drugs so, like, is there something that you weren't educated about that now you are, that you wish you would have told her or something? I don't know. Well, I remember that I, I had just gotten divorced, mm-hmm. and I had to leave my child alone with uh, neighbors and, you know, babysitters. And I think I would have done anything in my power mm-hmm. not to have done that. I would have. I think. I think I would protect her more. I don't know how, but I think I would have either get a babysitter and just mm-hmm. pay everything to that babysitter. I didn't care about as yeah. long as she was protected. I don't know how much I protected her or not. Um, I think mm. a child should try as much as possible be with their parents, especially their mom. Mm-hmm. I would have taught her more about. Um, I would o- open up more. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked every time she would tell me something. And <laughs> yeah. with me, I was like, what? Um, so yeah, I think I would have done that. I would have gave her more mm-hmm. of my time. I would have been able to um, maybe push her through things, even though I know I was struggling to pay the rent and the food. Yes. Uh, maybe I could have asked for more help, and mm-hmm. I did What's your response to that? Oh, jeez. And make sure you touch on being protected. Because if you don't, being protected, yeah, she says like she wishes she protected you more. Oh, like do you like yeah? Say so, what you think first. You know, because as a parent, and I'm sure she can say the same thing. You you look and you're like, oh my gosh, I could have did this different. I should have did this different, and you worry about how it affected your kid. And I look at all the things. I remember all these things. I remember being left with the neighbors, and and they babysat me, or the other neighbor down the street that babysat me, and. Um, or us having to walk because we didn't have enough money for a train or a bus to get to the train station and walk mm-hmm. miles and miles. Those things, as much as they bother her, yes, and wishes they were, she wishes they were different, mm-hmm. didn't affect me. I don't feel negatively. Okay. So I think I what I would have loved was definitely more of an open communication. Definitely that that definitely would have made a huge difference instead of being fearful of telling my mom anything I wish it would have been a, a calmer response and then we were able to communicate <laughs> <laughs> about things instead of like what did you do you know if it was calmer and I would have been able to open up and and a lot of things would have been done differently in my life so yes that would be the one thing but all the other things you know mm-hmm. they were great they were fine they impacted me in no negative way whatsoever but the communication was huge, huge. Um, and then looking at how I could have did things differently. Maybe that's a question you should answer, Victoria. 
I don't have anything. Really? Yeah. You can honestly say that there's nothing you wished would have been different growing up. No. There's like literally, I don't think I could say anything. I mean, now, like sometimes I want to pull my hair out. But that's also, I'm an adult now, so now I'm an adult living with other adults. Yeah. So I, that's different, but like thinking about growing up, there's nothing that I would say, oh, I wish she did that or didn't do that or. I think I wish I would have been, I would I would have raised Eric the same way I raised you. I was definitely yeah. more strict with Eric. If I had to tell you something you should do differently, not, yeah. ne- not necessarily with me, I would have raised Eric differently. Right. I wish I would have been less strict with Eric mm-hmm. and... Uh, we always had the open communication. That was yeah. never the issue. But I definitely pulled the reins in with him, mm-hmm. not like I did with with you. And I think it definitely played a role in how you both are different. Mm-hmm. I so. agree, definitely. Yeah. It's like, and then when I think about like what you did and how I want to be, I only have like things that are more modern. Okay. Like you know, like so obviously, like when I'm about to feed my child we always talk about food all the time so like baby led weaning and all those types of things so those are things i want to do but it has nothing to do with actually raising the child mm-hmm. in a moral type of way i guess yeah well and who knows what your generation will be like by the time you're raising yeah. a child it's gonna be different oh i know just like it was different with right with me and and mm-hmm. her it's just you know we had to i had to start thinking of cell phones and you know yeah. social media and how to protect you guys and making sure you did the right thing i was just remembering how when i brought my daughter home she was just so tiny i thought it was like a little doll and i'm like i got to protect this baby yeah i didn't know how to, i didn't know i was very naive even though we had a lot of kids in the house i was very naive and i remember calling um, Leslie's godmother and telling her to come over but she came over she was a nurse and mm-hmm. she actually helped me feed Leslie as a baby when she just got home because she would not go to sleep and I was like I, I don't mm-hmm. understand and she took a bottle of milk and put uh, it's called pablum and I guess it's like oatmeal or something for babies and mm-hmm. she fed her and I remember she fed her until she fell asleep in her arms. Yeah. And it was just like, this is so important. I have to raise this mm-hmm. baby and I know nothing. Yeah, it's, what, it's interesting because like, how would you learn? Is it like by watching other people? How Like how to raise a child? Is it from watching other people? Well, I had my mother that would come over and tell me yeah. do this, do that. But at that time, they didn't have pampers. They had, mm-hmm. um, what do you, type cloth? Yeah. Yeah. And um and I was like, "Oh, I'm not no way I'm going to use a pamper. I'm going to get, put cloth on her cuz yeah. I thought that was better." Mhm. And that lasted like a day. <laughs> and then yeah. yeah, that didn't last too long. And then what would how did you learn? Um <clears throat> books. Mhm. Definitely. That's right. So it was <clears throat> you always had that first you keep coughing. I'm sorry. The book was called What to Expect When You're Expecting. I think okay. that's like a book that everybody gets now. I'm sure there's still some sort of version of it. Mm-hmm. It's probably digital. But What to Expect When You're Expecting was like kind of prepped me for the whole parenting. Well, the pregnancy thing. And then there was another book, What to Expect like in after the first year and things mm-hmm. like that. No, I'm talking. 
So for me, it was, or like for me, what I know so far is I know, well, like one, I watch YouTube videos. So I've learned so much from YouTube, like significant, just because I watch a lot of families and people that were my age and a little bit older. So now they're having kids. And then I know there's podcasts, obviously you can listen. And then there's apps. So you can see like how big your baby is and at each week and you all their milestones and then it transfers into being I guess a, an actual alive baby and a toddler and you can follow along what you should be doing so basically we're gonna wrap it up here and hopefully be able to do a part two to this because there's nothing better than um, having us all together and documenting kind of what um, my mom's life was like and kind of what our lives are like and be able to have this forever because you know hopefully it'll go on for generations Mm -hmm. but to be able to have it recorded is a beautiful thing we thank you so much for doing this i know it was really hard for you mom (laughs) yes it was i don't like to talk that much so yes so thank you and thank you for listening to mommy and me not pg bye bye